Rar. Rar. That was the sound of the dinosaur book that I just read. <laughs> I must say, I wanted her to fuck a dinosaur. Oh my good lord. It, it was called Dinosaur Erotica. Okay? And it was actually pretty banal. It wasn't that crazy. I'm kind of upset about it. <laughs> okay. Never. Like, I just, I don't know. I kind of wanted, like, a shifter situation. This is relevant to nothing. Yeah, but, like, normally in shifter romances, they aren't fucking them in their animal form. No. No. But this wasn't even erotica. I don't know why the author decided to have it in an erotica series. It's just definitely not. It had, like, one sex scene. Um, oh. Yeah, it was it was it was like a hundred some pages with like one sex scene at the end, and it was like she. I mean, the author just loves dinosaurs. She was like an ex paleontologist like student, so like she knows her shit. But I don't know the branding. I mean, the cover is great. The cover is beautiful. There's another um, romance series that's like dinosaur erotica, though. Well, there was there was like um Triceratops. Someone told me to read that one. It's still in that alley. It was like Tricera. Oh top something no, like the, of something else the pun tracera tops and bottoms <laughs> that's funny um <laughs> i mean sometimes like the shifter like or like not even like a shifter but like the katie robert like the dragon's bra like that i mean that man was like a full dragon and like yeah but that's i didn't i wasn't even a huge fan of that book oh i think i was thinking of wet hot allosaurus summer yeah that that's the author okay yeah, so that's the same author. So, like, I feel like she'll, her TikTok said that this was a semi-more normal one. And I'm like, I, uh, I respect, uh, kind of, but also I wanted – I mean, he was kind of a dinosaur, but, like, it just would have been great. If you Even if, like, he wasn't a dinosaur when they were, like, having – like, if he just turned into a dinosaur at, like, some point. Or, like, did something dinosaurish. Um – if you look up dinosaur romance and then hit images, Uh-oh. I'm just going to tell you right now, there is a fascinating, wow, I mean, books that I, Longbone, Bad Boy Billionaire Dino ex- Exotic Romance, Ooh. not erotic, exotic, taken by the T-Rex. Um, there's a whole Guardian article called Rex Appeal, the Literary Attraction of Dinosaur Erotica. <laughs> I might, I'm not joking, be going back to read that article. We'll link uh, it. Under the Dunes, a dinosaur love story. This is a badly photoshopped cover with a topless woman wearing she a looks, cowboy hat. She looks there against her will. Um, A billionaire dinosaur forced me gay. <laughs> I don't know how to banter on top of that one. A, a billionaire i'm gonna a billionaire dinosaur okay a yeah. a billionaire dinosaur he's doing well for himself forced me gay sweet baby jesus and the grown one too to quote <laughs> barbara howard because from abbott elementary my ex is a t-rex triceratops and bottoms as you said subdued by the spinosaurus dinos are a girl's best friend sure mating with the raptor having the dinosaur's baby of course of course taken at the dinosaur museum too sore with love ravaged by the raptors oh, oh my god this dinosaur has boobs <laughs> i'm a big fan of jurassic jane Eyre. oh my god uh, the dinosaur the it's jurassic jane Eyre. in a very there's a very bizarre um cover image and underneath the title, it says in quotes, the dinosaur turned me lesbian. Why do dinosaurs keep changing people's sexualities? I don't know. This trend. Oh my, there are so many photoshops of Victorian dinosaurs. His last hope baby, the last T-Rex shifter has chosen his mate. Hope it's me. Oh my god, from the same author of the other getting turned gay by a dinosaur book is gay billionaire dinosaurs in my butt. I was just looking at that one. It sure does say dinosaurs in my butt. Friends, this episode isn't about dinosaur erotica. No. But we're we're bringing back the unhinged, the bonkers, um, go forth and rawr. 
Okay. Record, I've never read any dinosaur erotica. No. Um, I can't say that I never will. I was taken by the cover and taken the by dinosaur, the T Rex, if you will, and the T Rex. Yes, naturally. The pterodactyl. Okay. <laughs> the triceratops. Get, There's uh, a lot of going, Anyway, going to Tonsil Town with a pterodactyl. Plays tonsil hockey. The what? Huh? Tonsil tennis. Ta- tonsil Don't. tennis. It's tonsil hockey. Okay, Miss <laughs> Minnesota. Uh, <laughs> tonsil hockey. It's tennis. Tennis? Were you fucking like batting it around? Tonsil hockey. <laughs> what? Even the way that you say it. Tonsil hockey. <laughs> yeah, I'm back in Minnesota. Pull there. your ass out of the Midwest. It's tonsil tennis. Um, tonsil no, tennis? What is tonsil? I've never heard of tonsil tennis. That's the word. <laughs> but it's tonsil Tonsil hockey. tennis has an entry in Cambridge Dictionary. I'm just saying it's tonsil hockey. I cannot no, believe. it's tonsil tennis. You have the alliteration. But I've never, like, literally I've never heard tonsil tennis. Well, I've that literally never so heard bad. of tonsil tennis. Hockey. No, tonsil hockey doesn't roll off the tongue the way that tonsil tennis does. I can't. This is okay. This is Bacon Gate 2.0. I, I was joking on Tuesday's episode about this being our final episode, but this might be our final episode. Tonsil Gate. We haven't even gotten to the episode. I'm heated. What? Tonsil tennis has the alliterative factor that I need. You only uh, call it tonsil hockey because you live in a state where hockey is the only thing you have going on. Is Texas, I don't know why. I'm so heated that I'm attacking. Texas? No. Is this, like, do Texans love tennis? No. I, no. We're just like the rest of the world and we respect an alliterative phrase. Okay, we, okay, watch. Everyone's going to agree with you and I'm going to be personally victimized and it's going to make me angry, okay? <laughs> but I just got to say... If we have tonsil hockey people, please, for the love of God, email. You'll make my world. And if you're tonsil tennis. And you'll embarrass yourselves in the if, process by if outing like, yourself with someone who says tonsil hockey. I mean, I did not know. Like, is who doesn't say tonsil hockey? I am praying for you. Um, we need to get to the point of this episode because we've already spent too much time on dinosaur eroticas and tonsil tennis. It's tonsil um, hockey. Yeah, it's not, though, is the thing. Um, And this is a hill that, believe it or not, I'm willing to die on. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) And mine's a snow hill, apparently. Icy. Yeah, it has to be, to say tonsil hockey. The point of the phrase is that you're you're going back and forth. But like in hockey, like when you've like face off in hockey, it's like that. But tennis is like, there's like a lot of space. Hockey, the sticks are crossing. Which sounds like another thing. So that okay. sounds a lot closer <laughs> to sword crossing than it does to kissing. <sighs> it's fine. Okay. Oh, that's Pornhub getting off of that. <laughs> <laughs> Pornhub recognizes tonsil hockey. I'm sure they recognize tonsil tennis too. I'm sure they recognize um, a lot of other phrases that we have never heard of. Okay. We need to get to the point of the episode. Yeah. Welcome to Romance Your TBR. We have a lot of opinions about phrases, euphemistic phrases for kissing yeah. and other things. And yeah. also a lot of dinosaur erotica. <laughs> okay. Um, hopefully we found a fun and quirky name for this episode that also tells you that we're reading the Halifax Sisters series <laughs> by Alexandra Vasti, um, Margot and Matilda Halifax. Two novellas free with the author's newsletter. Um, we will link the author's website and then you can figure out how to get onto the newsletter. It's easy and free. You can do it. We believe in you. We, we so do. We really do. Um, the first one came out sometime in like 2022. And then the second one, Matilda's book, just came out in January. Um, you've probably maybe seen them if you're in the the romance sphere they they're pretty big um yeah i first found a post i believe by lydia lloyd romance shout out again the best account out there 
um she had said that it was like free it was like a virgin hero like free in a novella and i was like oh my god i need to read it so immediately got it and that one is my favorite of the series um i like i reread it and i was like oh my god okay yeah this is perfect um and then caroline's is the second one so it, it's yeah it's i think i actually found the first one through that same post Lloyd romance post. Mm-hmm. i think it was the same thing yeah um but i knew i mean i loved i gave both of them five stars mm-hmm. i really enjoyed them um i love alexander's writing style i'm very, very excited fun. to see um like full books from her, i know she's she, i'm picky about novellas but she she nails the like giving me a full satisfying arc with mm-hmm. the limited amount of time um but I will, I mean, five stars, but I knew reading Margot from the mentions of Matilda, I was like, that's my... <laughs> yeah, and see, like, so I think at first I gave the first one four stars, because I think I, like, read it, and then I was probably, like, in the midst of reading, like, a bunch of other things, and um, so I kind of, like, read it, and it was super, like, it was good, it was cute, I was like, that was great, um, and then, like, I reread it, because I was re- reading that before I read Matilda's, and I was like, okay, wait, no, that's five stars, this is exactly what I need, it's what I want um so like the mood just hit different um the the outdoor scene at the picnic that one oh yeah mm, yeah it was so good it was so good I and that really that. yeah <laughs> it was so good and so it was honestly there that i was like yeah that's a five star that's a five star read for that scene alone that scene um, especially is fun knowing with having read both of yeah them yeah and, and so I- you get both perspectives on that scene and i will say it really made it interesting to read matilda's book because you think you know what happens you think you know what's going on from reading the first one and then it like throws you a curveball because they're actually like um they're are they're like faked an elopement because she's gonna go be um his sister's art teacher right Mm -hmm. um because she was like drawing scandalous etchings of him (laughs) God, I dick out that. <laughs> like she's like what she, it wasn't you <laughs> well because like she she didn't so she was like fantasizing about him but she didn't like draw did. like everything but then someone who was like printing it realized that like it kind of looked like this was he a duke no whatever he was he was think. he was well, scandalous he who i don't know he, um, he was just scandalous because everybody thinks he killed his wife i don't remember yeah and the person who was like printing, she like sold it to like a magazine or like a newspaper, and they like drew on his like his must like his beard, and they like drew on I think like his He's tattoo or something. He's a Mark. Yeah, okay. the tattoo so on his ass. And then he was so another tattoo on another ass. Um, <laughs> we've got two nickels. <laughs> this one, a less nefarious purpose than the porpoise, and also um, a far less embarrassing tattoo. Yes. What was his? I forget. I think it's Ursa Major. Oh yes, that was paper. hot. That was hot. Um, rar. <laughs> um, so he like comes up to her. He's like, "Why did you put me dick out on this? <laughs> like, like double dicked out on a Tuesday afternoon? Like, I why? did in fact lose my mind when he she was like, y- "You're not. I-, I wasn't drawing you. What are you talking about?" And he was like, "Number one, who are you? Number two, how do you know about the tattoo on my ass?" <laughs> Hi, I'd like I to talk to you about the tattoo on my ass. Um, said, how did you know? So then he like he approaches her at this ball and she's like, oh shit. But she's like, no one can prove this. Like I didn't, like no one should be able to tell. And then she didn't know that they like edited her drawings. And then he was like, oh my God. So then it caused his sister's art um, teacher to flee because he's now doubly scandalous um and so they didn't want to be in proximity with him and so then she's also she's like a painter um or like an artist and she's like okay wait i can help fix this because whenever a heroine in historical romance fixes something and wants to fix something it always works out of course um so she's like i will find um your replacement she has one he's super old he can't make the trip so then she's like i'll do it i will go with you and not think about the tattoo on your ass and and how do we think that went? It went great. It's so good for her, for him, so for me. Most so, importantly, so good. And when I was reading this, I was like, "Wow!" I think Alexandra Vasti like got into Caroline's brain 
and was like, I'm going to so write I'm gonna something. I'm going to write this for Caroline. So Caroline coded. <laughs> because, like, and it's actually quite funny because, like, the first one is so me coded. It is. And this one is so you. Like, if, like, it, it's perfect. It worked out so well. It checked all our boxes. It did. Each of them. I mean, again, I love the first yes. one also. Yes. But and I, I really liked the second book. But, like, but there's I something have, so. I have imprinted on um, a Jacob Black level. <laughs> I just, Margo. like, I remember reading Mar, which I loved Margot. Yeah. Um, and I was like, God, I love a virgin hero. I know you love, are, like, the <laughs> champion of virgin heroes I love everywhere. It. Um, but there's the scene which we get from the other perspective in this one where Margot pretends to be Matilda and goes to confront him. And she's like, oh, he said these horrible things to me. He threatened (laughs) to like tie me up on my corset strings and use a riding crop on me. And I was like, hit me up, literally. Uh, Hit me daddy one more time. No, exactly. I was like, hang on. Hang on a second. He said, what now? And you were horrified? Because that would not be my response. (laughs) No, but like, I would have been like, call us a carriage. We are getting out of here. And I did think it was funny that, uh, because does it, is his name Henry? I'm blanking. I believe Um, it's Henry or Harry. I think it's Henry. I think it's Henry. Henry. Because isn't he like, (laughs) he has to be like, well, you know, Margot, some people have different sexual preferences and then also she she, like briefly fantasizes about him spanking her because she's like Mm -hmm. wait hang on if henry's doing it maybe it's kind of hot queen and i mean frankly that picnic scene was a feast and a half it was i it was also like the the two sisters are like scandalous they've kind of like half earned a half just kind of like fallen into these reputations um and so you've got Margot, who the hero um was first enamored when she was like tying a cherry stem with her tongue into a knot and then he's always like smelling cherries and he's like whoa he always wants cherries it's a whole thing um and then matilda kind of like you get the whole kind of backstory about it in her book which was fascinating um i we don't need to i suppose go into that because it's a little bit of a spoiler and like we can let you figure that out but um it was interesting to see how they both kind of approach the different um scandalous pasts and then how Margot had a little bit harder of a time mm-hmm. wanting to let go of that than Matilda did. Um, and they were twins, so, like, the whole, you know, they look alike, but they're completely different people. And I thought the books conveyed that very well. Um, mm-hmm. They felt very different. Yeah. M- Margot's book was a lot shorter. And the Matilda's was longer. It had more of a plot. And um, it was a – I feel like it was a little more slow burn than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, it was. Well, because – I think it was more than I expected just because when you're reading Margot's book, you think they're already yeah. eloping. Yes. Yeah, so – And so when you actually read it, you're like, oh, they're not eloping. Mm-hmm. This is slow So, burn. So I I was was like, what? Because, like, she – Matilda gives a whole speech in Margot's book about how she loves him and that she needs to, like, be free and, like, she loves him. They're going to go continue to Scotland and then um, this means – she's just lying out her ass, her untattooed ass. And – Yeah. And <laughs> – so it's kind of like bittersweet when you read Margot's now because you're like, oh, she was like hoping, but it, like it wasn't happening yet. Um, so then like she gets to the house and then she's kind of just like befriending. Is it his sister? His is mm-hmm. it his daughter? Or his sister? I think it's his sister. His sister. Um, so it took God, a little bit. Memories. I. I read this since I read this. It was a long. We were supposed to record and then we were like, wait, that's three episodes in a day, and we stopped. Everything that. was fine. Um. It's his sister. She's a hella good painter, which means yes, she even and she's really a very mean. dark painter. Yeah, <laughs> like, which I liked. like. Angsty. Yeah. And Matilda was like, "I can't teach you anything. Can you teach me, Queen?" <laughs> so she just basically got lessons from the sister. She was just vibing in that house, mm-hmm. rearranging things yeah. and having sex in the library mm-hmm. as she should. Um, also, there's a cat. You know, I love a cat. Yes. I love a quirky animal. Also, it's named Angelica Kaufman, which made me that laugh. Was funny. It could have been Angelica Poffman. That wouldn't really work. I know, but paw. Yeah, but you're really stretching for the. 
I mean, wordplay here that wasn't. It's okay. I mean, it's you like hockey. tonsil tennis, so and you like tonsil <laughs> hockey. We're not <laughs> getting back into this right now. It'll be another ten minute tangent. The cat, cat, the cat, the cat that yeah. gives birth on. I respect so much that this cat was dedicated to the cause. And by that, I mean she ensured with all of her power that there was only ever one bed available. Mm-hmm. She said, mm-hmm. oh, you have a bed to yourself? Not if I have anything to say I'm about go it. go give birth and on it. And for that, I salute Angelica Kaufman. <laughs> she was taking care of excess beds right and left. She'll do it she, for her country. I mean, someone take her to the chiropractor, right? <laughs> because she was carrying that on her back. Oh, God. Uh, she was an and MVP. pregnant all the while. She was so pregnant. She had many <laughs> she fluffy was babies. So pregnant, many fluffy babies. Um, I also just the actually maybe the most relatable part of this entire book was the um, sister whose name I'm forgetting being upset and disappearing. Um, yes, and they search and search for her for like an entire day. They cannot find her. When they finally find her, she is in the library, which is all like a maze of chaos right now because all this furniture that uh, Matilda wants to get rid of is it or whatever. Um, and she's sitting there with the kittens on her, like hanging out with the cat and the kittens. And she's like, Matilda's, but like we've been looking for you. Like we've been calling your name. We've been searching for you. And she's like, Yeah, I just I came heard. in here to like calm down, and I heard you guys. But the the kittens were on me. Like Angelica put the I I, I think the cat like put the kittens on her. Yeah, and the and cat like, like went to sleep, and then yeah. And I have never related to anything more in my life than somebody <laughs> being like, "I'm so sorry, I know, but there were kittens sleeping on me, so I wasn't gonna move." Well, because because she had walked in, so she i can't remember it was like the housekeeper or someone and the sister had like knocked on the door and they were like obviously sharing a room because one bed um and they had just you know gotten into it in the sexual manner the night before and she slept in so she wasn't able to go back to her room and then he was just like come in and she was like ak excuse me and then immediately like the sister and whoever was with her came in and then the sister was not prepared for him to have romantic relations with anyone because it was there was like a backstory that I, of course don't remember um but I think it was more about that like he brought her there to like yes, be a for painting so, instructor so she thought yeah. that she was she thought it was her, her friend yeah she thought that she and was becoming was her like, friend yeah you're right oh you were only ever here for or like you she was only here for yep. him not you were using me for me. just yeah which was which sad she, but also she came back from that pretty yeah. quickly and well because like, she was just with cats because you think well, she's being yeah. super dramatic and then she's just sitting with cats. Yeah, she was just hanging out with kittens, which me too, queen. Yeah. Um, so um, it doesn't take up too much of the story. Mm-hmm. But but I but I did love how he was just like, come in. We're stuck on the uh, – where are they? They're in the, the very dramatic water uh, – I don't know where that is. It's I, like a beach or a river or something and he's stuck in the marshy tides. I don't huh. really know. I just know he gets stuck and – or the horse is stuck, and the oh. horse can't get out, and he doesn't want to leave the horse. Yeah, isn't and there's a very well? There's the cliff. Moment. Did his first wife was there a cliff? Did she fall off a cliff? I don't know. Fifty fifty memory on the cliff. gone. See, and this is another. If you were, if you listen to the Valentine's Day episode, you know we don't remember external plot. There's a mystery. No, no idea. No. There's there's that, a spy mission, not a clue because, what that was. But I think Before she. I, I tell think, you about the sex scenes. I think one of them. Well, yeah, I make note. Face sitting, you got it. I will tell you. I will always tell you. Mysterious deaths. I, you know, like I think she one fell off. Time the out of, I think cliff. it was the cliff. Because then one of them almost fell off the cliff, and then he like pull her back. I, this could be. A I totally don't remember that. Book. I don't think I that's have, the case. There have I been remember many... him going to check at the cliff to yeah. see if his sister had fallen and being really worried that he would see her. I thought he almost fell off because the horse. I don't know. I don't truly. Think so. I've read a lot of but books maybe. with cliffs. There, yeah, cliffs are a great. They're a, they're a setting in historical kind Even of. Even Jane Austen appreciated a good mm-hmm. cliff. The moors, the cliffs. Um, Something with cliffs. Um, cliff hanger, cliff notes. Um, so then, yeah, you, Tony I forgot. Bob, Cliff. 
um i can't what no okay home alone no it's too. it's home alone but like i was trying to remember the rest of the quote but it's just like oh, i love you little mo with the gimpy leg you've been smooching with everybody it's a lie <laughs> okay um, um for you no, home I, alone two i instantly i instantly knew the movie i was trying Thank to get you. the rest of the That's quote good. it did not i don't remember the order i always quotes, i always yeah. quote it's fish do you smell that, Mav? It's freedom. No, it's fish. It's and fish. And he's like, bleh, bleh, and he's like, no, it's fish. Yeah. So that's my anyway quote of choice. Because <laughs> <laughs> you asked, obviously, listener. Yes. You. Yeah. Um. We didn't talk about Margot much. We got no. stuck on Matilda because I love Matilda. Yeah. Um. Oh, we- I did want to say re the, the 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 how many times am I gonna say the while I'm buffering? Um, Ooh, she's currently buffering. Uh, the, oh, the the, the outdoor scene, the oh. the scene that we get from both their perspective, the outdoor yes. scene. We were talking about how like the twins are very different; their books mm. feel very mm-hmm. different. They each had a different approach to the like scandalous reputation thing. I also really respect that we were able to get a conflict. From mm-hmm. each perspective, where neither of them was, like, in the wrong. Yeah. It wasn't like somebody did... I mean, each of them had, like, done smaller mm-hmm. things. But, like, I, I understood where each of them was coming from. Yeah. And that, like, Margot didn't really want this reputation that they had earned versus... I mean, Matilda didn't. Matilda, yeah. Margot was, like, really leaning into it. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and I, I like the depth that was able to be, like, conveyed in mm-hmm. that like that you're getting at and just like the reason for it like we hadn't known in Margot's book um because right. she because Margot didn't know so Margot mm-hmm. doesn't know how that all began or she has, she doesn't really have a clue and then Matilda um knows and right. it's funny because then Margot is the one who leans heavily into it and then Matilda was kind of like there I mean they were both scandalous in their own right right um I was was Matilda a virgin no no we don't really know- get in I don't remember getting into, like, the backstory of, like, how, but I think it's mm-hmm. mentioned she's had, like, a couple of lovers A couple. It's the same thing with Margot, which was also nice. Um, I which, think. Heavy asterisk on that. I, I could sure. be dead wrong. Yeah. Um, in Margot's books, we mentioned it's a virgin hero, which I always prefer virgin hero um, and experienced woman rather than virgin virgin it's it's worked obviously like the duke who did it by courtney milan they're both virgins um there's like a few eloisa james they're both virgins um like it works sometimes but normally like that it's not the the sex lessons really that like you want um when you get the one virgin and normally like the virgin hero really like leans into like wanting to know um and like there, there's like one where he like reads erotic books because he's trying to practice. I think it's like a Megan Frampton book. Okay. Uh, They're always so eager to please. He was so eager. Um, and that's just what I love. Like I love like the just no pretenses. Like they're they're a little nervous. They're a little like shy about it. See, I like a virgin hero because like nine times out of ten, at least in a historical, but also probably in contemporary, mm-hmm. they're still a virgin only because they've been pining for the heroine yeah. for however many yeah. years. There, and they there are, never wanted to do it with anyone else. Her cough, lessons in Grantham. Yeah. Oh. oh my god. I love by design. And then you have sex on an architectural um whatchamacallit desk. You that, know, the, I mean, like a drafting desk. To to opine on Virgin Heroes, that one specifically, just for a sec. He didn't know how to use birth control and she got okay. so angry because she thought he wasn't prepared. And she she was like, How could you not like think about me? Like, you don't know. And he's like, I'm sorry. I don't know. And then she left and he was sad. And then they figured it out. And it was so good. Because mm. they were. And then he pulled up with all the birth controls. All of it. And let me tell you, there was another book, but Inserting of the Sponge, shit's hot. It is. There was another I one where they did it. I find historical birth hot. control fascinating. Mm-hmm. I think it's so fun every time the author is like, let's get into the weeds of this. And I'm like, yes, let's, tell let's me all about some ri- it. <laughs> let's tie some ribbons because that's sexy. And I saw one book was like talking about like the different color ribbons. They're like, let's do a pink one this time. I like that. I like, yeah. That would be me. I would do a pink one. I like the dentist. I will always ask for a pink toothbrush no matter how old I get. I would also ask for pink condom ribbons. <laughs> like leopards yeah. don't change their spots mine are hot pink 
Um, um, speaking of historical birth control and the outdoor scene in Margot mm, Halifax, mm. not only is it pull out, which like of course it is because you know it's a historical. Mm. Of course they're pulling out. <laughs> it's a thigh fucking situation at the end. He just pushes them together. And I was like, oh, <laughs> and my voice went that high. <laughs> a falsetto child. Um, like, it sounded it like was Pinocchio. Just- <laughs> Like a little Victorian boy. Oh! I don't wear ladies' underwear. Um, <laughs> it's a thong! I just love that movie. Put a dollar in the Shrek jar. I want to do a whole episode on Shrek, too, because that movie it's is not fantastic. <laughs> it's historical. It's medieval. It's fantastic, okay? I would write an essay so fast. I want just you to oh, write a you. dissertation on Shrek 2 being a historical romance. <laughs> I will. I just, I once, I wasn't, like, I wasn't under the influence of any drugs or anything. I was just, like, sitting in my bed thinking about how fascinating and smart <laughs> the Shrek franchise was. I was just thinking how they went from Shrek 1, which was, like, vague fairy tale things, and then just, like, really went into it. I love, man, I love it. And Smash Mouth that song i mean the shrek soundtracks yeah bangers um um so yeah the outdoor scene so like the what was lovely was that they stumbled upon this picnic because they heard that a woman who looked like margot was in this town at this inn they had just went out with these special buns that she liked or whatever and they're like it's her um so they walked out and they found this like empty picnic site and they were like let's this isn't sketchy let's just sit down here and have a quick bang um so they just start fucking on this like picnic blanket and then little do they no 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 it's not on their picnic blanket they wander off in different directions looking for them and then they converge in the woods do they and then i guess do they they, like eat their picnic (laughs) no they just find it and are like aha they've been here they must be in the area i felt like I don't know. You remember better than I do. I'm different to you. I'm pretty sure. Um, sure. I I agree. Oh, um, I'm so sorry to Alexandra Vasti if you're listening to this and you're like, so- why are you guys butchering my novellas? Well, you're also your in the best. midst of, sadly, in the midst of tonsil stuff. and that, that You're sadly in the midst of tonsil phrases that shouldn't be uttered um uh, yeah however i will this. say can we remember what happened with the picnic blanket except that i'm pretty sure they just found it and then wandered off into the woods no but can i remember that he pulls out and immediately starts fucking her thighs yes i can <laughs> so what the details i remember, that I remember are her specific. head is like her head is like smashed in smashed the, into the, the ground. dirt There's which twigs in her hair and which hair for me that's a little scary. Like I don't like dirt. I don't like being dirty. Um, yeah, but it's so that was so in the moment. It was that. Well, that's also why I love the bear. Um, next to the in the bear, the bear hole, bear in the hole. Sure, the bear one bear, bear, a yes. bear in the hole is worth two in the bush. I mean, yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> bear in a hole, by the way, sounds like either a delicious breakfast treat or a really filthy fucking euphemism. <laughs> it's both. It's both. I'm gonna make. I'm gonna become a baker, and I'm gonna make bear holes, bear in the holes, and it's like gonna be hole. like a it's like, really it's horrific. A... You know those like erotic pastries that Lizzie oh Blake makes, and Lizzie yeah. Blake's best mistake. It's gonna be that, and you're gonna call it bear in a hole. It's gonna be a mix of bear bear claws and donut holes, you and egg in egg in the hole. So you know how there's like a certain type of gay man that are called bears. No, you know, like there's twinks. Yeah, I do know that. I did not well, know there was a, a the bear. big burly ones. To oh, my knowledge. Oh, that I, not that I'm an expert on queer culture, but I'm, they're bears. Um, I had a an instructor like a, you know grad students teach classes yeah. in college. Um, I had an instructor who I adored. He was what a guy. He brought up shout, um, shout out shout out to Christian because he yes. brought up cool name. Um. Oh, what is the show that I'm Grey's Anatomy? I swear mm-hmm. to God, every single class. Um, I remember walking in one day and we were just blasting Total Eclipse of the Heart on the projector, mm-hmm. and I was like, sure. Um, but he specifically, we came back from spring break and he was like, I had a really great spring break. Um, went to Big Bend National Park, saw a lot of bears. 
um, the gay kind and the animal kind. And I was like, <laughs> okay. Anyway, bear in a hole. A, a bear is a gay man. Do you see where I'm going with this as being a euphemism? Yes. I feel well, like it could anything be with one. a hole. Anything with a hole, I sure, do. but like specifically with a bear. A bear. That is that is quite funny. <laughs> I feel like this euphemism should already exist if it doesn't. We've stumbled upon something. We well, have. Yeah. The world perhaps isn't ready. Anal. It's just anal. <laughs> it's just it's just anal. <laughs> <laughs> she says oh, forlornly. Once again, this is not relevant to the topic of the episode. How no. Do we go for dinosaur Be- because <laughs> we oh, so we are unhinged, but we have a purpose. And we can always find six degrees. Not always <laughs> is it the Nicolas Cage, but we've gotten there just now for other six degrees. So six degrees of like mud dirt pushing down in the, the elements. It's fucking. just outdoor sex to outdoor sex. And I immediately equate I, I immediately equate that with a daring pursuit by Kate Bateman, where they're caught up in the moment and there's a gigantic bear and a gigantic hole and they succeed in putting the bear in the that hole. Sounds so dirty every time we say it. I know. And then they just go for it on hands and knees right next to this bear. And the bear's probably they're like not growling. In the hole. The bear is No, they're pit. outside the hole. They're, they're above. The and then it just gets to where they're like, we almost died. We gotta we gotta make love and make life. Because Yeah, death. versus Margot Halifax, which is not a danger bang, but it is no. a frantic outdoor bang. And then like, you drive me insane. And then she's like, that's hot. It was. Margot, it was. And then um the matilda and whatever his name was this christian they stumble upon those two going at it like bears and then matilda's like christian just go we're gonna we're gonna wait for them to do what they're doing and then i'm gonna go give her a talking to i mean can you imagine stumbling upon your twin with with a family friend and you're like, what? I like that even she's like, I have, she like makes a comment about how like buttoned yeah. up Henry is and how sparky <laughs> he is. And she's like, wow, didn't see that one coming. I loved it. But I did I see that. him coming. <laughs> Dang it. Where's my remote? I don't know where your effects remote is. But put in a little put him for me. I sure will. I have it saved. Add it in post. Um. <laughs> It sounds so professional. Add it in post. Um, what was that? Yes. Unhinged. I would rather die than see my siblings in Yes. Coitus. In reality, horrible situation. For the in drama fiction, of it, it was hilarious. Because then you've got the whole, she gives her whole love speech, Matilda, about how she loves Christian. And then in their book, she's like, oh, this hurts because it's not true. I'm just going to be his painter and then and then they collect a cat as you do they collect a cat and then multi- yeah, and along then the, the way cat- and she's like a vicious like she's a miscreant yeah she fucks up their lives but for good mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. she really is out here to get them to just make the beast with two backs already she's like get on this she said oh you want to bathe me that's a funny joke how about you go get dick down instead <laughs> As you do. As you do when you're a cat. The, She's the, pregnant. The cat, the cat bathing to getting digged down pipeline. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> happens to the best of us. Because well, I was like, surely we're not going to make this entire journey with no one bed situation, right? Yeah. Surely not. I've read enough romance to know. This mm-hmm. cannot possibly be what we're doing. So she was like, hang on, I'm going to bathe this cat. And I was like, oh, this is going to go so horribly wrong. And then I did. Do they, they they don't have sex on the way there, do they? They just, no. there's some. They have been so cuddling. horny this whole time. Yeah. Fantasizing about each other. And then they get there and then she tries to bathe the cat and the cat scratches her and knocks her backwards. And Christian has to pry the cat off her face. Mm. Not a euphemism. Hot. Um. <laughs> And he's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Was there face sitting in this? There should have been. And then I our new youth was, yeah, prying the cat off his face. That's our I, new. I don't 
think there. I don't think there was. I would have. I would have. I yeah. Would, I feel knowing like you me, that I would remember it. that. Yeah. Um, I can go look at my notes. There. No, I don't think so. I think it's just the because we get a little lazy. Anyway, he's like, go put on some clothes that aren't completely see through because of water. Again, that's and also a hot will, situation. Yeah, it is. Uh, and I will treat the scratches on your like neck or whatever. And he does. Also hot. Um, mm-hmm. Love a caring mm-hmm. for an injury scene. Um, and then they're like just groping each other as you do. And she's naked under the robe. And she's like doing a little shoulder tease. And he's like, oh, I'm going to lose my mind. And then he does. Oh, but then he does All that classic shoulders. historical romance hero thing that I love where he's like, I can't like – have said like i can't either i can't ruin her or i can't like fully take mm-hmm. her or whatever it is um but i can get her off yeah god i love that trope so he does also he doesn't he spank her at this point he like grabs her by the back of the neck spanks her for a while and then eats her out from behind <laughs> king <laughs> and Again, then that's it the, <laughs> the, the pipeline <laughs> i'm like sorry you dropped this your crown um <laughs> and there was a and then they they have sex for the first time in the well it's a good girl but it's a do you do you want to be a good girl Mm -hmm. yeah because she says no because in Margot's, it was all about her not wanting to be a good girl um and um at some point she was just like yeah i'm not and then they were fucking in the woods (laughs) so yeah big fan of by the way um i i want to be wicked but i want you to make me be good yes Yes. Absolute banger. Yeah, that one that one really Lame worked. emojis. And um, had, like, both going on for it. Also, I respect that the first time they, like, had penetrative sex was just against the library shelves. They were just, just so be. horny. Just And then we got bonded later shelves. with the ribbon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think I wanted a little bit more. There was a, the writing again. Chekhov's saddle strap. Strikes get- again. Whatever that writing crop, I was good with it. I mean, I would have, I, I would read yeah. it. If she yeah. was like, "Here's a bonus novella of him." Tying I was gonna say, I wonder if there's gonna be strings and using a writing crop. I'll take be like it. a like a newsletter, like extended scene or something. Yes, I'll read it. She Every will, time. she will read. I'll it. eat it up. Um, from behind. Nice. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Dang it, I need my remote. Add it in post. Uh, <laughs> it's a real you have to say it in that specific voice for it Add to work. Add in post. Thank you. Um, like, like a real professional. Um, <laughs> That's us. Real professionals. This yeah. Is our I would have loved some face. Was their face sitting in uh, Margo? No. I only have I, I have Virgin Hero marked off for that, and then I have um. Fans, and there's that I classic. Have, we're stuck in a cottage. Yeah, in the rain. I, we have the to work that cottages do. The work that cottages the work do for that us. They do the cottage in that one in historical romance generally, <sighs> and Angelica Kaufman in Matilda. Mm. I just because there's all because they always. Or, like, maybe I can't remember if the college was, like, in this situation, but um, in one of, like, the novellas in the Duke in a Box anthology and, like, a lot of times they, like, wander off and someone make, makes reference in the morning that it's going to storm and neither of them, like, heed it. So then one's just, like, wandering off. And was then, it Darcy Burke? Was it that one? Uh, it's probably that one. There, there are, like, a few different books that have this, but it was probably – I think it was the Darcy Burke one because then they both – there that was the two younger ones um, who were, like, enemies. Yeah. And then they end up – she like storms off. She's trying to lead him astray. <laughs> She's like, I'm just gonna You're leave you for so dead. Lost. She's like, I'm gonna leave him lost in the woods. LOL. But then like her trail didn't work. Um, I mean me, like you could lead me astray and I would die. I mean, that would be a death sentence for me. I would not find I wouldn't find a cottage. I wouldn't find anything. I would die right there. I mean, so honestly, she didn't and he's terrible at directions. So she didn't realize that. So he could have legit perished. Um <laughs> and so she's like trying to lead him astray and then it's like getting snowy and dangerous levels and so then they she like catches up they like find each other and they find this cottage and then they have sex and i really love loved that one um but i just love how there's always like the talk of like the impending storm and then it always comes to pass 
once again, um, really carrying historical romance yeah. on its back. Um, speaking of characters that carry things on their back, the housekeeper in Matilda deserves a <laughs> shout out. She shout really out to does. housekeeper. Because not because you know what I should say this. Angelica Kaufman did half the work in giving birth on <laughs> Matilda's bed. She did her part, and then she passed the baton. She said, mm-hmm. my part, check that relay. box. Now it's on you. And the housekeeper said, I got you. Thank you for your service, Angelica. I will take it from here. Oh, no, Matilda, you can't sleep in that room anymore. Here's this room directly across the hall from Christian. <sighs> I love Shout it. Shout out to her. I just, you just don't get this vibe in contemporary. No. I mean. Contemporary just- has its own. It does. It does. It's own genre conventions. But you gotta, like, it just feels so much better to have something a little kooky in a historical. uh, I'm just, like, remembering all the different, like, hallway escapade, like, walking and, oh, my God. Well, also, especially because, like, I feel like in a contemporary, if a cat gives birth on your bed, I mean, you could argue that, like, they don't want to move it because, like, the kittens are there. Yeah. But, like, honestly, you could just give them a little nest and, like, pop the sheets in the washer Mm -hmm. and you're good. I also – we also have, like, a ton of unsexy air mattresses. They would all – like, we got so many. And I would love to see, actually, a sex scene that involves an air mattress. I think that would be hilarious. They could pop it. So one of our air mattresses mattresses at our cabin, one of the, like, the – you know how it's, like, kind of quilted? So it has, like, the ridges, like, ruffles Mm -hmm. and then, like, the – seam in the middle well one of them like popped so it's like a huge hump that would be fun for a sex scene it would create some fun acrobatics no um, i just think it could make for some hilarious you get that you could yeah. have them like fully popping it like it would that would be humorous to me and then you're just like slowly sinking it's like deflating slowly deflating <laughs> while you're having sex would be funny to me um any of the you know how it, it's like it's plastic so it's like super creaky and loud anytime you try to like move on it so having sex on one of those things must just be like and you horrendous but also it would be perfect for the unintentional cuddling middle of the night because you always move towards the center oh classic like everyone like rolls because the air is just like depressing that way um i don't i don't think there was an air mattress but because there was no power but in um kiss her once for me by allison conkren there was a great cottage scene because they were they were in the middle of a snowstorm that they did not think was gonna be that bad cottages in (laughs) storms and severe snowstorms they do it like the best of us um so they got stuck outside of it they had a break in it was their neighbors they had to like steal their clothes because they had no clothes and they were all wet and then they banged and it was great that was a great book did you read that one this year uh i started it but i never finished it next year it's gonna be great for you the audiobook was really nice i loved it um i'm trying to think if i have anything else to say other than just these novellas are really great and i love yeah. them yeah and I can't wait to see what she writes next. But also, now I kind of want to reread Matilda Halifax. And I'm feeling Margot. So. I love that for us. We are who we are. You know, it's um, funny. I'm not an age gap person. That was the neither. one thing that I was like a little wary about. I was like, mm, age gap, not my vibe. It, it wasn't like a huge deal mm-hmm. in the book. It, I think it barely came up, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, but it worked. Have you finished Harper St. George's book yet for your book club? No. Um, the second one in that series has a pretty substantial age gap. She's like 19 and he's 30. But Ooh. that book is so good though. It, I respect it. I didn't think it would hit. It's my favorite of the series. And sweet baby Jesus and the grown one too. Like literally mm, Christian. His name is Christian too. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like an undercover like romance writer and she's like writing him into all of her sex Maybe scenes. Maybe we're all secretly writing Fifty Shades of Grey fan fiction. Honestly. But yeah. I I don't got much else. I like her Alexandra Vasti is is it with S P um St. Martin's Press think is so. her series. I th- I think so. I don't think it's source books. Um she's coming out with like she has like a three book deal. And the first one I think is coming out in twenty twenty four, I think. Um Super excited. I was super surprised. I was like, oh my god. That's cool. Um, she almost didn't release. She almost wasn't able to release uh, Matilda. Why? Because of like, the no 
because of the no compete or whatever, um, she couldn't sell it. So that's why it was free. It was supposed to be probably on Kindle Unlimited or at least Kindle. Um, but due to her contract, which must have been signed, which was weird because she was like teasing it. So I think she must have just signed the contract when all this was happening, like her release, because then she was like pivoting to free again in the, in the newsletter because they wouldn't let me make money from anything else, but I could do it for free. So I was like, whoa. Did not know that, but thank God. That would have really sucked. Mm-hmm. I have no idea how any of that works. Me neither. It must be – it could just be, like, specific to their, like, house or something. Because um, I would I would think – Well, because there's other, like um, – what do you what do you call that? Like, joint uh, – the authors that do both? No, like, anthologies and stuff, yeah. Yeah, well, I don't well, – like, Kennedy Ryan does independent publishing mm-hmm. and traditional. It must be something in their contract that's, like, you can't – it's so weird i don't know not a clue but we almost didn't get it but we got it and um thank god the was it the devil works hard but romance writers work harder well that is true or the devil works hard the devil works hard and romance heroes get harder um thank you and good night add a dollar to the the horrible the jar, jar the pain where you jar. hurt me with <laughs> a pain jar. I've got a lot of jars. Not even the good kind. Are there good jars? Oh, not the good. I was like, are there good jars? The good pain. I get it. <laughs> I got it, guys. Don't worry. Uh, we got there. Um, yeah, we did that. We did. So <sighs> hopefully sleepy. this is a hopefully this is a great end to your week. It's just Sunday now, so honestly, quite sad that we have to yeah. have five days of work Real to get to Friday. But Real it'll bummer. be here. We'll have Valentine's Day. And yeah. If you're listening to this, you'll have already had Valentine's yes. Day. But I mean, we haven't had it yet as we are no. recording it. It's like The Matrix. I've never seen it. I don't know if it's actually The Matrix, but sure. <laughs> I've never seen The Matrix either. Cool. We're cool. just throwing out references to things and we have no idea if they're accurate. But we have seen Home Alone 2. God have we. We've seen so, Shrek 2 and Home Alone 2. I mean, okay. Well, it's sleepy time, even though I won't go to bed for like many hours. Relatable. Um, it's reread hot novella time. Yeah, that um, it is. Yeah, hopefully you're not listening to this at like 9.50 a.m. when this drops. I mean, that would be kind of awkward. It might like, still be read Stevie Novella time. Yeah, you hopefully. I mean. Put on an audiobook. Kennedy true. Ryan's Audible Original Coming Home just came out I am, recently. You could slap that one on. I'm super excited. I read um, a bunch of Kindle, no, Audible Originals. Um, and that one just released a day that I was like binging all the other ones. So that one's next on my list. Um, it was quite lovely. A Walk in the Park by Rebecca Weatherspoon was super great. Um, they both adopt the same dog on accident. There was a mishap, and they have to co-parent, and it was great. It was lovely. It was hot. Relatable. Okay. Have a good day. Have a day. Ha- have a day. <laughs>